Hey there, friends. Welcome back for another session at the Ignite Your Wellness podcast, where we help active and busy adults who value their health stay mobile, strong, and energized as they age with health, wellness, and yoga tips from highly requested professionals from around the globe. I'm your host, Elsa McLean, physical therapist and yoga teacher. In today's episode, I will be interviewing Rebecca, who is a photographer and the owner of Evolved Imagery. Uh, To check out her beautiful photography skills, you can head over to evolvedimagery.com where you can see some of the branding work she's done. She's actually even done my my branding work, a lot of my... uh, pictures on my website and even used throughout my Instagram are from her. So I really value what she does. And today you'll get to hear a little bit more about her, um, how she actually shapes her work day, um, some wellness, practical tips, um, and so much more. So um, please join in and stay tuned to the very end where Um, you'll learn a little bit more about two freebies I'm offering. One is a downloadable document to help you uh, work through the art of saying no in your life. Um, You can get access to a free um, handout that I'm giving to you guys to help with this process. And then also access to a free online uh, masterclass on the low back. So stay tuned to the very end. I'll give you the links for those. And in the meantime, enjoy this interview with Rebecca. All right. Hi, Rebecca. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm Rebecca Lindsay today, and we're going to be talking a little bit about wellness, photography, and so much more. So you want to describe a little bit about what your passion is? What's your niche these days? Well, my passion is my family, but my work is photography, and my niche is working with, um, for the most part, with women entrepreneurs. Okay. And um, if I go a little deeper, it's women who are making a positive impact. Oh, I love that. Like, what are some examples? Um, I like to work with people who are making the lives of others better or making the planet better or making animals experiences better. And, um, you know, there are people that are coming to me that are hairdressers or inventors. And that's wonderful. But I like the people that um, that are making making the world a better place, especially women making the world a better place. Yeah, I love that. So you're just trying to spread the word about others having that ripple effect, essentially. Yes, definitely. Yeah, very good. Um, So, you know, in your life, as you're a busy photographer on the road, traveling, meeting with people at conventions or one-on-one, how do you really incorporate uh, wellness into your life? Uh, the first thing that hits my mind is when I hit the ground in another state or another country is I find a running route. I have an all trails app on my phone and I always run or walk. It's, um, it's how I find locations to shoot in, but it's also how I find myself grounded when I'm in a new place. And it's, um, if I don't run or I don't walk or I don't get into that rhythm when I'm in a new place, it throws me off for the entire time that I'm there. So you really crave a bit of a, a routine. Yes, I crave it. I doesn't, it doesn't always happen, but I definitely uh-huh. crave it. And again, it's a way that I scout locations. So I, uh, for instance, I was in Brooklyn last month for a couple of photo shoots and I brought my dog. I travel with her everywhere and we do this running loop through the city just to see the light and we'll do it again in the evening. So it's a way to get my fitness in and explore the city to see what the best backdrop is going to be for my clients. Oh, I love that because it's a bit of, um, 
practicality in terms of yeah. time efficiency. <laughs> really, well, mm -hmm. I often have a very short turnaround because I don't like to travel too from my family for too long. So I've got to pack it in. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. How, how do you manage that? Like the, the time away from your children, um, just the time out of your own routine with travel. What are Ooh. some tips for, because I do, I have a lot of students and patients that travel frequently for work and trying to manage it all, their, their own house. What, what are some um, things well, you do? First thing is I have a hard line. I, I don't travel more than when my children are with their dad. So um, the longest I've ever been away from my kids was up until yesterday. I, I went to Italy for a photo shoot and I was gone for seven and a half days. And that just, it was just too much. It was wonderful, but it was really something that I never do. Um, so I fit in things into a five day break. So, uh, with my child sharing um, schedule, the longest time that either one of us are away from our children is for five days. And so I will squeeze everything into those five days that I can, or I'll just say no. I mean, that's family first. Yeah. Family first. So if I have a client that wants me to be gone for uh, much longer then it's, it's a simple and polite and loving no, because my obligation is to my own health first and my children second, and then my clients. I love that. Yeah, so boundaries are super important and they're hard to enforce because saying that no can be so uncomfortable. It can be, and turning away business that yes. I guess, you know, that's saying no to money. Um, yeah. But oftentimes, what I find is when I say no to something, it's because another door is going to open with somebody that needs me either locally or in a better amount of time, and it just aligns. Just having faith that it all it all will work out. Right. Yeah, that trust process. <laughs> For me, that's a work in progress sometimes. <laughs> um, so, what does wellness really mean to you personally? Mm. Um, well, just. A a bit of background and some very personal things. I found myself in deep depression when I became a single mom with not having enough money, not having enough food, not having enough resources, support, family, all that stuff I didn't have. So I had to, um, I had to find a way to feel well with what was around me. And oftentimes that would be hiking because it was very little money or, uh, or cooking with little food, mm. um, meditating, sleeping, and just resting. So sometimes wellness for people will mean that they're eating the best that they can and they're getting in all their fitness. But for me, it often means scaling back. Sorry, there's a helicopter. That's okay. um, but for me, something that's come from a, a real high intensity fitness background, for me, it's scaling back and, and resting and okay. just, and, go, and doing a little less. Again, those boundaries coming into play, like, okay, how can I, how can I collect? How can I regroup and feel well in, in my own inside internally, not just what I look like on the outside. Mm -hmm. I love that. So when, you know, in the beginning, when you were in, you know, feeling um, not your best and you had little resources, how did you kind of pick yourself up out of that place? Oh man. I, um, I found women who'd been down the path before me. Mm -hmm. That was huge. Mentors. Absolutely. Mentors. Um, I, I've landed myself in front of a group of personal development coaches. Those are my, my main group of clients. And I just listened, you know, every time I'd be photographing them, I'm still recording everything that they're saying. And what I heard, what I learned from them was the balance, the um, boundaries and, um, and taking time off, not, not working 80 hours a week, but scaling and, and putting in more quality work instead of quantity. Cause I was overdoing it. I was spinning my wheels a million miles an hour. So, um, so it, when I was in that, point of despair and that depression and that, that scarcity mentality, just understanding that everything works itself out. Everything is headed towards me. All that goodness is rushing in. And if I just 
step back and breathe, it, I allow it to happen. It's yeah. like just going with the flow, really, instead of fighting my way up river. <laughs> so many uh, practical steps there, the, the balance, the, uh, what Tara Brock calls the sacred pause, just pausing for a moment and checking in. Yes. boundaries um, yeah and asking for help that was my thing too is mm-hmm. I got this I'm in control I'm strong enough I don't need anybody but but I did need, need those women those mentors and getting to pay it forward and mentor other women now people that are coming up the pathway it's it's we all just we're all just giving each other a hand up that's amazing so when you you know when you are kind of mentoring other women or you're working with a, a client that maybe feels a little stuck and you, you want to bring, you know, their, cause you know, they have an inner light and vibrancy and you want to bring that out or that confidence that, you know, is in someone. Uh, what are some tips and techniques you tell them? Um, uh, well, for what works for me is being out in nature and writing and, and just, if I don't use my camera and photograph, then I'm not going to create. So just taking my camera everywhere and finding beauty in the little things and, mm. and taking pictures of children, if parents allow, or taking pictures in nature, or go, I go to the dog park and I take photographs. So just getting in practice of using the, using my craft and not sitting and waiting for it to come to me. So like my clients are not always going to be knocking on my door. Sometimes I just have to put myself out there. Um, that being creative, it, it seems to unstick my wheels when I feel like I'm in a rut. Yeah, that's huge. If someone was just starting a craft, let's say, for example, and they don't quite have that confidence like that you have right now, but they know that expressing that creativity in whatever means, like for me, I remember when I first started massaging, I had such, uh, I had this like feeling of wanting to really express myself and practice the art, but at the same time having a fear like, what if I'm doing it wrong or if I'm not good enough or any of that? Have you countered any of that with your clients or yourself? Absolutely. I get stuck in comparing myself to other photographers. So uh, one of the first things that my my coach had me do was to stop looking at social media for ah. inspiration. Um, because if I see other photographers work, I'm like, oh my God, look how amazing they are. Why, why am I not doing work like that? How can they have so many followers? And, and when I stopped doing that, when I stopped looking and finding my purpose in other people's work, I, cre- I started to really um, sculpt my style. Ah, that uh-huh. was important is to get quiet and get and like know that this thing that I have is my own and I'm not going to borrow anybody else's talent. Um, and, and really just having faith that there ever, there's enough for all of us and there's a place for all of us. Uh, so if there's somebody that's a creative that is struggling, knowing that if you, if you share and you be, and you are creative, there's somebody else that's watching you that needs that inspiration. So if like you're hanging your art up somewhere or, you know, you're, you're, art is being donated for any reason, that there's somebody that's going to see that and go, oh, I really wish, like, in the same, the other side of the coin is that comparison can actually help somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but not getting stuck in the, in the why am I not at that point when we're all on the same path. Yeah, exactly. Um, you talked a bit about, um, a couple of times, this trust and this faith. How did that develop? Because that um, can be hard. <laughs> and I, I don't know. Along the way somewhere... I just started to know that it was going to work out. And it was watching people that were, again, had already gone all the way down. They were a little bit stronger, a little more developed. Um, and just knowing, I, I did jobs for a long time that I just hit my head against the wall. I mean, I'm sitting in a cubicle or I was sitting in an office. I mean, I had what looked like a really great job, 
but inside I was so miserable and I mm. knew that I didn't belong there and I kept uh, failing. I would, I would um, fail at the job. I worked in some pretty prestigious, amazing wellness realms, but I was miserable. Um, and every time I would photograph, whether it was for a friend or for their baby or even a, like a wedding here and there, it felt so right and it felt good. And I had people say, oh my gosh, your work is amazing. And I didn't believe it. But hearing, like borrowing their confidence, it's like, well, maybe, maybe I've got something here. And then um, like building a portfolio, branching out to different clients, I learned that, that this was the thing that felt good. And it started to bring in money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shocked me. And it still shocks me. But, um, but I just, I, it just has felt so perfect. And it's the only thing that I can be this full-time mom and still be a stay-at-home mom when my children are home and then work on my own terms. Mm-hmm. So it's this this feeling of uh, maybe uh, expansiveness versus when you're in the office or the cubicle, you're feeling like really contracted, totally different emotions. Yes, definitely closed in. I did feel like I was in a box and I didn't feel like uh, what I was doing was contributing to my own soul or my own family. And that was really important to me. That some, I came from such a broken place and the photography, the, the creativeness was healing me. Mm-hmm. And when I would try and fit it into my weekends or my evenings, it just it's exhausting. Too much. It was too much. Yeah. Too much. So I took the leap. I quit and I had no safety net and I was terrified and it just, it's worked out. It's been a few years, but it's worked out. Yeah. Well, I love to watch you grow and your photography. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and how do you practice setting these boundaries? <laughs> On the inside, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I can't even believe I'm saying this. Okay. Like for instance, um, I have a really big client. She's incredibly powerful and very strong and I get a lot of I get a lot of clients from her but I haven't enjoyed the way the relationship feels and recently I said no to Mm. an event and that was really um was really really hard to do because I know that it could bring me some business and it could bring me some um a little more money but it doesn't feed my soul and it doesn't match my values, especially the values of working for people who are truly uplifting the people around them. And, um, and saying no was really hard. Yeah. <laughs> On the inside, I was like, oh, great. But I went to my, I have a council of women. I have a small group of women, about five women I run things past and, and two men, but they're, they're fabulous. <laughs> so I have a council and I went to each of them and I said, what do I do? And I didn't ask them to give me, you know, give me instruction, but like give, give me advice. And each of them supported my decision. So when I was wavering this week and I had to give them that answer, I got to reflect on them and, and have their support. So having that tribe of people that I really trust is really important. Yeah, that's but huge. The right decision in that fog. Yeah, there, there's a saying, right? You are the average of who you, the five people you surround yeah. yourself with. Yes, and I have five people that I, uh, we go to the ends of the earth for because they they do it for me all the time. And and I heard this in a podcast. It's like even if you haven't found that tribe yet, you can s- still surround yourself with podcasts, um, yes, with books, and with authors to get you started as you find that tribe. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So that's one way to go about it. I'm so glad you have your tribe. Um. So uh, what? 
you know, let's say you do have, now that your, your business is thriving, you're in a much better place, your daughter's beautiful, your sons are great. Like what happens though, if you do have an off day or an off week or maybe a challenge or setback, how do you kind of pull yourself out? Well, it happened yesterday. I had somebody that said something that really, it hurt my feelings. Like we all have feelings and I'm, yeah. I'm a really strong woman, but it, I, in my quiet moments, I cried because it really hurt my feelings. Um, but I know that everything is temporary, even those, those high, high moments. And I knew that it would pass and it ended up that she apologized and, um, and took, took responsibility for the conversation. Um, but I have those moments all the time. I still, I mean, I, I was in Italy last week photographing these incredible women, but I still, I still struggle with worthiness and the place that I belong in in this world. Um, so I'm up and down all the time, but um, I will go through and I'll read some of the feedback that I've had from clients, some positive oh, notes. That's and that's really idea. important. Yeah. And I, this, I had a client um, write me the most amazing letter. And when I feel really low or when I feel like, Oh my gosh, am I really, am I really supposed to be doing this thing? I'll look at that stuff or I'll call my best friend and I'll say, Ed, I'm freaking out. And he'll say, honey, keep going. And I'll keep going. And, um, and it just, just like, I would, if I could hand something to somebody who's coming up this path, even though I traveled the globe and my business is thriving and I, I photograph celebrities and incredible women and, and people that are really making a difference. I still sometimes go, am I really supposed to be doing this? And, um, and I need to be reminded and we all have moments of doubt mm -hmm. and just to keep, keep going, no matter what, keep going that the day will pass, the rain will pass. Yeah. I love that because you know, we're all humans. So yeah. it's, it's just normal. And sometimes I think because the, those emotions are so uncomfortable, the feeling is to immediately run away but if we kind of sit with it for a bit like you do and know that it will pass and you work through it and come out on the other end then you have a bit more confidence that no matter what comes your way you have the ability to roll with it and that's that unshakable foundation that I've built that I, I still have branches that are up here waving around in the breeze and the wind but my roots are really stable and that's so important that I've built that um that relationship with self that I, I have my own back, that I'm, no matter what, I'm always going to be here for me. And that was a really, really challenging place to get to for somebody that, that struggled so hard for so long and was left by men or left, you know, my father passed away and all these things that happened that I felt alone. I had to find that comfort and that friendship within myself. And that's mm -hmm. when I began to build my tribe is when I really knew who I was and was able to um, have a give, give relationship with other people because for so long I was so open and raw and needy and I had to become more, um, more stable, more yeah. emotionally stable. And that's when I attracted the people that I needed to attract. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you so much for sharing. Sure. Um, are there any other parting like words of tips or advice or wisdom that you would like to share with everyone? Um, I'd like everybody to know that nobody feels comfortable in front of the camera. <laughs> everybody struggles. I think the first thing that I hear is, I really don't photograph well. I do. We all feel that I way. Said those you think you too. said that. I we all feel that way. Um, and even like, even me, like I told you, like getting on the camera here, I just having the camera, I feel uncomfortable, but, um, but know that we, we all feel uncomfortable in all areas of our life. And, um, and just to be gentle to one another, really, because we are all carrying something that none of us know about. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Just be gentle. You never know. You just never know whose light you're going to touch or who you're going to affect. Yeah. It's so important. I mean, the other day I, I had like this weird account encounter with someone at the grocery store. She was just, anyways, just very disgruntled and almost ran me over and with her shopping cart and wants to get in line and is all in a rough. And, you know, it, at first glance, I was kind of like about to get angry, like, what, what the heck, you know? Yeah. But then I realized I'm like, you know what? Like, I, I don't know her day. Like she could have just had the worst news dropped on her right yeah. before. And she needs to do this thing at the grocery store before she can really come to grips with it all. And who knows? Like, so I'm like, all right, that's her stuff. I'm just going to give her a bit of grace. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, it, it actually lightened my load because then I didn't need to have that anger at that moment. Yeah, you don't have to carry that on with you. You notice yeah. that in traffic when it gets frenzied, how you like grip the steering wheel and all of a sudden you're upset too. Like we don't, we don't have to carry that and we can just be kinder. We can offer up. I even ask strangers, are you okay? And sometimes people stop and go, oh, thank you yeah. for asking. Right. Because yeah, I've been hugged by strangers. When oh. I that, you know. <laughs> Yeah, because not everyone, I mean, sometimes family even, we're so busy that we ask the question, but do we really look the other person in the eye and, and hear the answer, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <sighs> ah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, can you tell us, please, where they can find your beautiful photography and get a hold of you? Um, on Instagram, I'm at Evolved Imagery. It's E-V-O-L-V-E-D Imagery. And my website is evolvedimagery.com. And I named my business that because um, I, we're all constantly trying to get closer and closer to whole and rise up. And um, and I, I feel that way every day. I feel like if I'm as long as I'm on the path going a little bit further, a little more upwards, that I'm getting closer to whole. And I, and I want to be with people that are on that same pathway. Yeah, I love it. That's so beautiful. Thank well, thank you so much for sharing everything, your stories, your advice. It, thank yeah. you. You are welcome. Thank you. Okay. I hope you enjoyed that session with Rebecca. A lot of practical advice there. One of my favorite things is finding your people and, of course, learning how to stay, say no and defining your boundaries. Uh, this has been a, the work in my life because I'm one of those people that likes to say yes to everything and I have many, many passion projects I'm always trying to do all at the same time at the sacrifice of something. So what I've learned from some of my mentoring groups and mastermind is that when you say to yes, when you say yes to something, you're also saying no to something else. So you really must prioritize what you're going to say yes to and what you're going to say no to. So in terms of health and wellness, when you are saying yes to something, whether it be in the business sense or in the personal space, you're also might be saying no to time that you can invest in yourself, like maybe going to the gym or having some quality playtime with your kids, for example. So I created a downloadable document. Um, if you go to the website, the link is in the show notes where you can download this handout and it has some very specific questions to help guide you through this process. Sometimes it takes an outsider's question or prompt 
to get you see past um, your own hurdles and blocks or resistance or the box that your mind is contained in in this present moment. So go download that handout and walk through the questions that I asked to help help you prioritize what it is that you really want in your life right now. So then when someone does ask you for help with something or you have a, a business opportunity that pops up, you clearly know what the path is that you're walking down right now. So you can either say, hell yes, this is exactly what I need right now. Or no, this is not quite the right time or not the right fit for right now. And you'll feel really confident in your decision. So that door can close, but definitely for sure another will open. So that's that. That document's for free. Link is in the show notes. And then I also have another link in the show notes that's access to a free um, online masterclass for the low back. I get asked questions all the time, like how can I help my discs? Um, I know my psoas is tight. What can I do to help relieve low back pain? All these various things. So I'm putting together an online masterclass. Now, obviously, this is going to be the start of a journey, but you will get some practical advice and some wins from investing your time in this free online class so seats are limited so you make sure you um, head over to the link in the show notes and get registered now so you can save your spot and I promise you that you'll learn something of value to implement right away to help give your low back or if you have sciatic pain something like that um, some relief right now so head over there and um, stay tuned I hope to see you soon in the next episode have a great day